the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to us. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Is this? <laughs> I know, James Bond, producer Mike. He's given me some fun stuff. It's the 007 show, and we got a little James Bond music going on there. Welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm so glad you're here with us today. It's 007 Day. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> you know, whether you're considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it, this is the show you'll want to listen to. You know, divorce seems to affect everyone in some way. It can be an overwhelming life event, not only for the person going through it, but also for friends and family of those divorcing. We're here to walk the path with you, bringing you specialists who can help you make better decisions, provide you resources, and give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that, frankly, can bring out your worst. And speaking of that worst... One of the reasons that we show up that way is we are scared. We are scared of what is happening. We are scared of what what is and what could be. Our fear amps up during a divorce. And, you know, it's understandable. We often feel chaotic. I know I did. And we feel insecure about what's happening and what could happen. We don't want to feel that way. But bottom line is, is we do. And we don't like we, we essentially feel like we don't have any insurance that things are going to be okay. As a divorce coach, we are here to help clients get out of that fear mindset and look at what is really going on. Often we make what's happening worse than what really is happening. And when that happens, we make some bad decisions like wanting to get back at the spouse. We are divorcing and trying to change policies on mortgages and cars and insurance. This is not a good idea. <laughs> Today, we are talking with an insurance specialist about what can happen in insurance when a divorce happens and what this particular agent does to protect you and your insurance. We will also talk about some other ways insurance can reassure you and your family today and into the future. And you'll want to stay tuned for this because this one you 
probably not thought of. I want to share something with you. Although divorce can be amicable, it often isn't. Believe you me, I'm a positive and optimistic person. And I want to tell you that with all that I am, that everything will go easily in a divorce, but I'd be lying and I don't want that. Even divorces that start out amicably can go in a direction you would have never imagined. And I speak from personal experience. If you had asked me at the beginning of my divorce process, if I would go through what I went through in my divorce, I would have told you, nope, not ever. But it did. And I didn't or wouldn't, but that's for another show, see it coming. And you can't either. I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to get you to think through your decisions. That's what the show is all about. From deciding to divorce or maybe staying in your marriage, when you look at what could happen, staying in your marriage might be the best step for you. You know, they say the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. A pastor I listen to in a podcast says the grass is always greener where you water it. Something to think about. But if you decide to divorce... And start going through the process. My guests and I want to help you think through each step that take that, that you take so that you can make decisions from a place of being at your very best. So that you make better decisions for you and your family today and into the future. And some of these things you wouldn't even know to think about. Tim O'Neill, an insurance agent, is here with us today to help us do just that. To help us think through some of our actions to ensure today and tomorrow in the midst of divorce. I am so glad Tim is here. I met Tim several years ago, and I tell you what, he's who you want with you on the insurance path in your life, whether you're going through divorce or not. Tim, welcome. Thank so you very much. It's great. You. It is great to see you. People always say that, but it is nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. It's, it's, been, been, and, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. And I'm, I'm glad we have the opportunity to reconnect. And so tell us what's been happening. Uh, well, getting older and grayer. And well, that's good. Get, I mean, it means life's that. moving uh, on. <laughs> so I'm still not dying the hair. So, yeah, continuing to get grayer. But, um, uh, you know, I'm focusing on some new things, some new um, new challenges, new projects. Um, okay. as, as I get to the, you know, end of my career, um, yeah, I have had the desire to teach. And I think that comes over a lot of people in, in whatever field they're in. And I've spent a lot of late nights getting all the letters behind my name and, you know, studying a lot of stuff that really isn't particularly useful other than to other people in the insurance profession. And so I started a side business teaching pre-licensing classes for people who are wanting to get into the business and need to obtain the two licenses that most insurance people possess. So I started um, a, a franchise here in Houston offering classes on the weekends as a just a little side thing, a little diversion uh, for myself. And it's becoming more and more interesting. And I really enjoy every weekend. I'm teaching every weekend now. And so I look forward to class and students. It's, it's such a rewarding thing when you see the light bulbs come on over their heads. Yeah. Particularly yeah. if they've been to another class where maybe things weren't explained as well. Mm-hmm, and then they go, mm-hmm. oh, I totally get that now. Like, see? And so, yeah, we, we wind them up and set them on their way to go wind them and, up and, and set take them their on. test. And, and, and so that's great. I hear, I mean, I know that you've got extensive experience in insurance as an insurance agent, but now you're helping others build their 
you know, start them off, he's wind them up and send them on their way. Yeah. And so that yeah. really, that's really a great place to be. I, you know, I, as an instructor as well, I, I understand that that's, you know, that, that beneficial aspect when you see those light bulbs come on or you're helping somebody get to someplace in their life or their career that they've, you know, maybe had a dream for and so forth, which yeah. is really important, very rewarding. Well, congratulations. I'm Thank so you. glad you're here. And, you know, I, I know even in pre-discussion and discussion before the the show we were talking about you know the the idea of this show and being an information an educational resource for those either considering divorce in the midst of or coming out of it how did insurance come into play and i i know it comes into play because when we're talking you know um life insurance we're talking insurance of the real estate within uh divorce you know there's it touches so many elements and i think some things that people don't think about. But, you know, I want to get right into this. And I want to ask you this, what are some of the most common divorce related transactions that you deal with as an insurance agent? Well, we get it often very early. I mean, the process, you know, when it's sort of in the fights stage, and uh, one spouse will very often call and, you know, I want you to take him off my insurance, or I want you to take her off my insurance, meaning mm-hmm. their car insurance, I think, specifically is what people most have in mind, particularly when someone has moved out and okay. taken the car. Then, you know, our we have public policy or, um, you know, obligations in insurance, and um, we can't just cancel somebody's car insurance and, you know, have them driving around with no insurance. It's against public policy, and it's the wrong thing. And so sometimes we have to, you know, Tell people, well, okay, where is the car? Who has it? Who owns this car? Do you even own this car? And you know, then it becomes a question of, of doing the right thing and um, making sure that they know um, the spouses have rights. I mean, uh, just take, just taking car insurance as a as a brute example, um, the policy applies equally to both spouses while they're cohabitating. So even though only one person's name on it, if the policy just says John Doe. Jane Doe is fully covered and is a full partner in that policy, named or not, if they're cohabitating. And then when one spouse moves out, there still has that same level of protection for 90 days on most policies. So you, you're, you can't just call up and say, I want to cut this person that I'm so angry with off at the knees and have them drive around with no insurance. It just simply doesn't work that way. And so no hearing, good agent would do it. But, well, good. And that that's really what, where I wanted to go. No good agent would do it. So it sounds like you have kind of your team. Um, you mentioned the public policy, but even within your office, you're, you're attuned to that. So I, I'm, I'm hearing that. So I'm sure that gives some sort of reassurance to our listeners that, uh, with your your good insurance agent, they're gonna they're gonna be kind of um, so called skilled in this area to know. Hey, this is this is not what we do. They're, and I'm well, even yeah. go even and, train. And no business is focused on telling customers no. Right. That's not what we do. No, either. that's not what. You so do we either. find a way. And right. oftentimes the the problem that they're really trying to solve is the billing issue. He's right. moved out and taken his car, and sh- or she's moved out and taken her car, and they have you know the, d- during this initial stage where they're very angry and they have sep- and they're trying to separate their finances. We can separate the cars onto two different policies and send the bills to different addresses okay. and, and make an accommodation so that you can get that that level of separation that you're seeking at that point. So um, I heard a couple of things, and and um, I know um, we. 
I'm I'm so glad to just have you here today, and it's because it's it really can be a very in depth conversation. And so some of the things I definitely want to talk about is, and we've talked about it a lot on different shows throughout the the, the different topics that we've had is this idea of winning. Um, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win because I'm gonna go and you know, lack of better words, screw that person. You know, right. because I'm I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to call them, as you said, cut them off the knees. I'm going to get them off my policy. I'm angry. I'm, and that's coming from a place of reactionary. And, you know, as a divorce coach, we work with people uh, to really think from their best self. And, and we talked about that um, earlier in the show as I came into the this segment. But the other thing is what I'm hearing is that's probably one of the first things in in the organization process for divorce is to really to put a phone call into the insurance agent and ask, what is it that I can do? What, what is allowable? What are the things? So in that planning stage and, and sounds like there's ways to handle that. And so when we come back from break, I know break already. I want to, I want to talk maybe a little bit more about that and then we'll see where we go. And I'll I'll tease you something else too. We can talk about when one, when one of the spouses is in in what's called protected person status and you have some sort of an abuse or a physical situation and you have to make sure that you um, comply with all the protected. So we're coming back with more insurance, insuring today, tomorrow in the midst of divorce. You guys stay, stay tuned. Tim O'Neill, insurance agent, He will be with us with some important information. Stay tuned and we will be right back. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. You've heard them say location, location, location. This is Bill Nampick with Real Estate Matters with Stewart Title. Our new time location is Saturday at 10 a.m. on 100.7 FM. The word, that's right, we have a new time, 10 o'clock a.m. Saturday. Each and every Saturday, we will continue to inform, entertain, and even inspire with tremendous guests. Real Estate Matters with Stewart Title. Bill Nampick inviting you to join us Saturday at 10 a.m. 100.7 FM. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. 
There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. Double O seven. This is the seventh episode. We got a little James Bond music continuing on. Tim O'Neill is still. But no, not a water tuxedo. I know. Well, yeah. (laughs) Or you may have made martinis. Maybe where's the martini? We've got water martinis, water martinis, and you're in black. I'm in black. I'm in black and white. We've got kind of the colors going on. So (laughs) celebrating seven and uh, seven is um, 007. I thought we'd have a little fun with it. And I'm just so glad you're here with us, Tim O'Neill. And we're talking insurance, insuring today and tomorrow. Um, Today, what's going on with your properties and divorce, anything going on with your life insurance policies, any other insurance policies with uh, going through divorce and into the future. And we were talking about, uh, just as we were coming um, out of the first segment, we were, uh, um, Tim teased us a little bit with the protected person situation. Talk to us about that and what and and how you work within that realm, what that means, what that is. Yeah, it's a big deal for any anybody who obviously know is involved with it knows about right. it, but maybe yeah. someone who knows someone who knows someone doesn't. Right. And this is a back door um to find someone who is in hiding from an abusive spouse. Okay. And sometimes abusive spouses get very creative in trying to find out, you know, right, they the do. abuser mm-hmm. wants to know where this other person is. Um, and so, obviously, insurance companies and your insurance agent has typically has going to have your current phone number and current address and everything that the abuser wants. Right. And so they will often try to use the uh, insurance agency as a, as a way to get that information. So kind of catch you off guard, yeah, call, yeah. and so, maybe you're not. I mean, you can't know everybody's everything going on. Right. But you can. But, but that's a legal protected person is a is a compliance issue. And, and when someone has that status, then then all of the companies that possess their um, non-public personal information are required to safeguard it. And, and so how do you find a, out about this? Well, they let you know, or someone, okay. or someone on their team does, or that person lets you know that hey, I'm in, you know, I need to have protected person status. So you need to guard all of my information from my abuser. So the person who is in that situation that has that status would need to make sure that they're calling yeah. and notifying you those. Bet. You don't receive Doctors, a document dentists, or anything. Everyone who ha- everyone okay. who knows where you are and what your phone number okay. is can be a target for an abuser or someone that an abuser puts up to it. You know? That is great advice for yeah, our listeners because they may not realize they, they need sure to pick don't. up the phone and call. You bet. And so, okay. and, and, and oftentimes, um, you know, the, 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 the abuser is also someone who's known to the people in the agency or the doctor's office, and they know this person and, and have had a relationship with them and don't know necessarily that this is right. happening. So you when this person know. calls and asks for information, they'll tell me anything he wants to know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that's, so, for example, somebody comes... Um, uh, and make and wants to make a payment on the estranged uh, on the you know on the person the protected right. person. So you're oh, thinking this is good. Yeah. Oh, and can I get a receipt? Uh, and what's on that receipt? Current address. Current address. You know. Yeah. And or, or um, calling in to make a fake change of address happens. Or oh, I just need to update the credit card you have on file. 
Okay. And do anything that you can to, to initiate a transaction. So that, kind of coming, it sounds like they're coming in from a positive uh-huh, standpoint. Yeah, and, and you you don't can't, see it. and the team members in your in your office can't know everything. Only about too happy that. to comply. Yeah, if right. You don't, if you don't know, and, right. and so you have to have you know most companies have that um, built in with your customer management system, where anytime you access that person's record, it'll bang up you know protected person. Don't fall for any tricks, okay. you know, and make sure. So that sure goes that, into the system once oh, yeah. the client calls. And yeah, and, and I think okay. good companies that have modern software will will key that to all of the protected person's phone number. So when they call in, the caller ID picks it up and it brings it up on the screen before you can even get into their accounts. It lets you know that they're a protected person and not to um, give out any information to anybody, you know, that, that's not the protected person or their designee or someone. So, yeah, it's a really big deal. And, not, and it certainly goes well beyond insurance to any other service provider that you have in your life from doctor or whatever else they, right, they always need to know and that that's an that's an urgent call that, that anybody in that situation this is such great information and i i know listeners who are listening in right now they probably want to know how to reach you because it sounds like you're forward thinking you're protecting your clients and they're going to want to know even more as we talk about more things but how would uh how would somebody reach you tim i have a pretty easy phone number it's 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 local 281 and then 358 north side up by Kingwood, okay. 358 and 4444. Okay, say that again for me. 358 4444. And that's a 281 number. Yes, 281. 281. Yep. And that's, you are in the Kingwood area, but you insure anywhere in yeah, Houston? No, my is license is good anywhere in Texas. And okay. So, yeah, okay. it's becoming less and less of a neighborhood business as the years go on and, and internet capabilities become. So, yeah, we can, we have, and we have customers who move, you know, right. from all over the state and, uh, you know, keep us as they're servicing company so and moving may be a part of divorce and so one of the things i want to get into and talk about is this the idea of possession versus ownership um with the insurance policies we were beginning to talk about that in the first segment but i I want our listeners to really understand they they need to think about i think the, the the main thing i'm hearing is you know when this process uh happens whether you're working only with a divorce uh an attorney um trying to go it yourself you know uh but or and or working with a a divorce coach these are things you need to look at all of the elements of your finances and your budget and your insurance and your home ownership and all of that and make phone calls to discern how things are going to be handled because oftentimes what we'll forget is even though it might be put in the divorce decree that I I get the house, but we've got to stay in the house. We've got to keep joint ownership. We've got some issues there to think about with insurance. How? What are some scenarios that people... Um, considering divorce in the middle or in the middle of it need to think about with regards to ownership and possession and insurance and sure. how do you handle all that? It's, I think it's far more common in in the homeowners or the house situation where you have an right. asset that a four hundred thousand dollar house, let's say, and right. they 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 own it jointly. They're entitled to you know half ownership, and and maybe the the, the spouse who's going to occupy the house can't afford to buy out the other spouse. And so they say, okay, well, you're going to occupy, you're going to have possession of this house. Right. And then when it's convenient for the family to sell it, you know, maybe kids are in school and they don't want to sell it now, or it's just not a very good market and it's not a good time to sell. And so I've seen divorce decrees structured that say the the non-occupying spouse still retains 50% ownership in the house. And when it's sold, they'll divide the proceeds However, the divorce decree says. But in the meanwhile, that non-possessing or the non-occupying spouse has insurable interest in that house, and they're entitled to be on the insurance policy 
that covers that house one way or the other. And, and there are a couple of different ways to get there. Um, but they, someone they just need to understand that that gives a person an interest in that house. Right. It's They still have an interest. So if sure they're do. kind of in that reactive mode and they're going like, I need to separate everything. Yeah, yeah. Take them off. Yeah, get take her off. off get them off right now. Get her off. Hold on. Whoa. What's call you. Yes. Yeah. What's because the status of this? Who owns this asset? And all right. owners are entitled to have their interest protected. Right. That includes the mortgage company as well as anybody who has an ownership interest. This could apply the, to cars. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if they're jointly car, jointly right. owned, and jointly, but it's a whole lot easier to refinance a car out from under someone yes, than, than it house. is to refinance right. the house. Yeah. And so that's not as big a deal, um, but it's certainly the same idea. Right. If you have joint ownership or joint equity in a vehicle, then we have to do, that. and that's a big deal because you know because cars move and cars get in accidents. And yes. so you make you totally want to make sure that both spouses um, have who have ownership interest in that car are protected, um, and so that's what good agents do. And you know, n- not um, not surprisingly, insurance agents are on commission. So we want to keep both spouses. You know, right? Right. right. Well, I <laughs> we mean, have a selfish interest th- in trying to maintain equilibrium, and you know, not favor one or the other. Well, of so course, obviously, which is the right thing of to course. do. Yeah, but I we mean, want to keep both. Well, you know? you're in business. I Absolutely. mean, there is a th- there is a thing that we actually can make money. Yes, we, silver because lining. We are because, in business, yeah, because but sometimes one house and two cars morphs into two houses and four cars. There's you can find a positive <laughs> yes, for anything. Exactly. I, be- I, I believe yeah. it. And, and you do the right thing. You know, it's interesting um, in, 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 you know, no matter this type of divorce with assets, without assets, these are some of the things that we don't think about. A matter of fact, I, I spoke to someone recently who uh, was trying to do the right thing by the other party by um, letting the other party stay in the house pay for that and I asked about the ownership of the house I asked about the ownership of the cars and uh, you know what I heard was that she was either added on quick claim you know onto the deed that sort of thing wasn't on the mortgage you know that can get really messy I would guess with insurance so again can't stress enough to pick up the phone and call the insurance agent and find out what needs to be done versus right. well, just yeah, making uh, we're, we're more in a position of taking direction. Once you have a a, a status and if we know who owns If you have an attorney, it. though. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and attorneys and, and coaches need to, you know, set reasonable expectations right. that, hey, you may not be able to make this person disappear from all of the paperwork right. in your life. And they're still going to be on your insurance, if they continue to have insurable interest, um, you know, no lawyer, no, 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 any, no decent attorney, you know, would, would allow their their um, their client to um, give up insurable interest or have, right. have an asset that they have insurable interest in and not be protected by name on that insurance. So, so speak simply, to the difference between real quickly, and, and I know we touched on it, insurable interest versus insurance. Well, you can only insure property that you have insurable interest in. Okay. So I can insure my house because it's my house, and if it, if it catches on fire, I will suffer a loss. But I can't insure your house because if your house burns down and I get a big check, then it's a gambling, it's a gam, it's a wager, and you can't use insurance. You can insure my house as an insurance agent, yeah, yeah. not but, right, just right, exactly, not, right. not just yeah. I know, mean, yeah. So you can't take an insurance. You can't take out an insurance policy on. 
property that you have no interest in. Right. Okay. You have to be able to say if this if this property is damaged, it will cost me money. So even though I may not be living in the house, that's we're still my name is still on the house. So Absolutely. that's insurance. Insur- Occupying interest. has no, you know, okay. no. And it's, it's, it's the same thing with the homestead. And then what if these people have three rental houses that they also own jointly? Oh, and rental houses or too. A condo You've got to think or about whatever. that. So all I've, the same. I've always wondered about that. So they're not they jointly own the rental property. Mm-hmm say, but they've got tenants in there, mm-hmm. or what if the house is empty? Yep. Oh, we're getting into... Vacant is the technical term vacant. for that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your expertise. Yes. Vacant. All my real estate experience that just went out of my head. But you know what's in my head is something that I know we're going to come up and talk about you guys want to hear about this, but when we come back, I want to go. I want to talk about this these vacant homes really quickly because our clients may also have commercial properties and things like that we, we need to think about. And then you guys stay tuned. We're going to be talking about what is the most often overlooked insurance aspect of divorce. So stay tuned. You guys don't want to miss this. Tim O'Neill and I coming right back to you. Stay tuned. Here's today's two-minute tip, courtesy of Kyle Sears, Certified Christian Conciliator. Today's tips are about conflict, what is important in avoiding conflict and also in resolving conflict. First, tips about avoiding conflict. Be honest. No, it's hard, but be honest. Be objective. Be realistic. Think before speaking. I often like to think say this is think how can i respond versus react think about the consequences of your words and actions avoid assumptions about motive and intent and make decisions based on facts and truth not emotions and feelings next what is important in resolving conflict have a desire to resolve conflict make a commitment to resolve conflict Take action to resolve that conflict promptly. Don't let it sit. It just festers. Acknowledge and accept responsibility for your contribution to conflict. Consider the other person to be more important. I know that's hard, but that will help resolve conflict. Recognize that individuals are more important than issues. Recognize that people are more important than positions. Seek common interest. Avoid judgment and condemnation and so much more. Reach out to Kyle Sears if you want to know more about Christian conciliation. It really can help you resolve that conflict. And listen each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. Please share this episode with those who will benefit. You can find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call us at 281-944-8043. And make sure to follow us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. James Bond intro. What what movie was that from? (laughs) Shaken, not stirred. You got that that down. You've got martinis on your mind, Tim. Pardon (laughs) moi. So what 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 movie was that from? That's uh, I heard a little bit of through the uh, that sounded like Goldfinger. I'm going to go with Goldfinger. Final answer. Final answer. Okay, I think your producer Mike is shaking his head. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I'm not an expert, but so I know that. So 007, we're here. Uh, like I say, you can make, you know, the divorce topic can be a little heavy, so we have a little levity in the studio, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
So speaking of levity, I don't know if I can make this work here. Oh, here comes, <laughs> I'm going to try. That's called a segue in the business. <laughs> Christy's uh, segueing now here. Everyone watch. I'm, I'm going to try, but I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Usually I'm pretty good at segues, but we're going to go back to that vacant house. Is that uh, levity? Right. <laughs> so, you know, in divorce and marriage, we might, you know, have the occasion to you know, purchase some investment homes. We might sure. have commercial properties. Absolutely. We might have businesses. We might have, you know, a number of items, especially if it's a high net worth divorce. Uh, and and so, you know, if the client owns several properties, is, is there, I think I know that there's a difference between whether they're rent, somebody's actually living in them, they have a tenant versus vacant. Is that something they need to think about as well? Well, that's all about having a good property manager, right? Well, sure. <laughs> we but you might couple, just catch but, yeah. something I want to make uh, yeah. sure people think about as sure. well. Um, it, from the insurance perspective, um, we would prefer the house be leased and occupied. But every, we know that it, houses become vacant in between yeah, tenants. So that's not a big thing. Okay. Um, it would just be a, a question of, yeah, recognizing that those are if those assets are going to be continued to be you know jointly owned and they're not going to liquidate and they're going to each maintain an ownership interest in it same thing with the homestead where we would continue to make sure that they're both parties are represented on the insurance insurance and so and then of course the tenant too needs to have their separate yeah that's a whole separate thing yeah that's yeah. all different and, you, know, thing, where the, you know where it all comes to a head is when there's been forty five thousand dollars worth of damage in the house when it's caught on fire and now when we actually go to write checks well who do you write these that. checks out to right obviously the mortgage company is on there and, but then if we were to write that check to just one of the owners and we, yeah, we, we, be... yeah, we mistakenly leave off one of the other owners of the property and that person can then be defrauded and, you know, then they've got a claim against the insurance people for, you know, issuing that payment in error. And so our not audience, our listeners need to think about that as well. Yeah, to make it's sure just another example. Of, outside of the yeah, homestead, sure, they've, they've got to make sure they cover all these elements yeah. in their divorce decree yeah, and, if you're and gonna, the other things yeah, that go with it. If you're going to be the one who's not in possession of that asset or, you know, be at arm's length from it, then you certainly need to make certain that you're continue to be... Um, a named additional insured or, or or a loss payee. There are a number of different terms for it, but yeah, you have to make sure that you're protected. You know, as a divorce interest. coach, we're, we we really work with people to get into their thinking brain and think about this, and that's why we're we're digging into these sorts of things because you know you're in the middle of this emotional upheaval typically, and your brain's not thinking right, and you're thinking from this reactionary place. Let me see what I can do to kind of harm the other place. Hopefully it's not that situation, but let's be real. Right. It can be. Yeah. And so we want to get them to be thinking about that. And we were talking, Tim, about how your firm, in fact, kind of has some things in place to be able to protect the clients, to ask the questions, to look into things. Um, but, you, you know, we also want the clients to know about this as well. You know, one of the other things we've touched on really quickly, and then we're going to go into the most often overlooked insurance aspect of divorce, but Cobra, real quick, if if they've got um, is a, a health insurance policy, sure. well, tell, talk to us well, about sure. that. And how does when, that come into play? When one of the spouses is providing group health through his or her employment for the other spouse and all of the children, right? Um, a lot of times, eligibility is upset when there's a divorce, so they're, they're they are no longer the spouse and children of an employee. Okay. So most people think of COBRA as when you quit your job or get laid off or get fired, you know, you can, yeah. you, can you can maintain your group health eligibility um, by filling out the But they don't think the about paper. this divorce aspect. But yeah, so the, yeah, same thing. And so okay. the spouse who's been, who no longer qualifies as a group member and those children, that's a COBRA trigger. And so 
they can demand that that paperwork get filled out, but it's got to be done timely because COBRA always has a 60-day time limit. So right. when this is known and in, in the early stages, when you decide you're going to move out and, 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 and or whatever, then you have to get the paperwork filled out with HR within 60 days to make your COBRA election. And so are you handling health insurance as yeah, well? Yeah, we sell it and service okay. it, and, and, but this is a group health thing. You know, okay. this, this is a situation you know, where it's being provided by somebody's company. Okay. And now those now the spouse and children are no longer eligible because they're no longer and legally wed. And this is wet. not something that they, they probably yeah, think about. So. And, and, and not something that you have to budget for when you talk about planning and, you know, you know right? All right. Of the, oh, what, and you better believe that that's going to be a big cost driver because, um, you know, you have 36 months that you can continue your group health eligibility when you're a spouse who's been cut off from group health benefits by mm-hmm. way of divorce or separation. Okay. Um, and those children, you can maintain your coverage just the way it was and maintain that group coverage for 36 months. But you have to pay for it. You have to pay 100 percent. Yeah, you know, it's it spikes an, the income. Yeah, well, well the, that's the thing that the the price doesn't change a penny. It's just it just gets spread around differently ah, because okay. the company pays their three hundred dollars a month, and then the employee was paying two for a total of five. No, now the, but when you're a Cobra beneficiary, you have you to pay, pay the whole, whole yeah, thing because the company's yeah. no longer going to pay their share because you're no longer an affiliate. So this so. goes goes into an an area where it <laughs> we talked about on one of the previous shows that we're untying this knot. Right. And, you know, Chris Kelso, he talked about, he thought about it more as a bow. Right. And I was like, but this is where it gets naughty, <laughs> yeah. for lack of better words. It does. But it's this knot that we've got to keep looking and thinking about. And a lot of people might go, well, I'm going to get the house and think, well, I can afford the house. But they may not be able to when they begin to look right. at all the different things of how the separation is going to affect down to health insurance and that spiking your, to yeah, that one hundred percent. Dental and group yeah. health just went from two hundred a month to five. Five, right? And that's a that's significant when you're right. thinking. Well, yeah, I can I can keep the the house and I can yeah. pay for it yeah. and I can keep the dogs and I can keep the kids and I'm going to get everything. Right. We want to think through it because once we begin to really look at these and talk to professionals like yourself, we find out that. Mm, maybe I need to make a better decision. Maybe we need to sell the house. Maybe we need to sell some yeah. investment properties and things yeah, like that. And it used to be a much bigger deal, you know, before the Affordable Care Act, because now mm-hmm. people can go on healthcare.gov and get health insurance much more readily than you could in the past. But most people's group benefits are much better than what you could go buy on yeah. healthcare.gov. Yeah, speaking of an independent person yeah, myself, it's so you're going to yeah, cling to those group that's benefits. That's a whole other that needs a radio show yeah, yeah. in and of itself. <laughs> you ne- don't necessarily want to go there, so maintaining those group benefits it would be much the much the better play for most people, right. but it's going to cost somebody it's going to cost a somebody. lot of money. But the good right. side is it's 36 months. And just to throw it in because I happen to know this because I teach this, I mean it is on point when when um, when children reach 26 now, mm-hmm. they are also are kicked off their parents' group health insurance? As they probably should be. Yeah. It's time to fly the nest. It's not on their birthday. It's at the end of the year in which they turn 26. Okay. But then those kids are also eligible to maintain that group benefit for 36 months with a COBRA election. Oh, wow. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way, all these things you know, Tim, and there is something we've been kind of talking about and teasing about here. I'm curious about this. What is the most often overlooked insurance aspect about divorce? Far and away, it has to do with um, either spousal support payments or child support payments that one person is going to be receiving from the other person. Okay, and tell us about that. Well, um, you know, whatever the whatever the court orders, right? Right. right. So let's say you've got 
I don't know, pick a number, $2,500 a month right. court-ordered between spousal support or children, child support or whatever. Okay. So I think a lot of listeners know that that's probably a part of divorce, spousal support. But how yeah. does that fit with insurance? Well, if I owe you 2500 a month, then I owe you $30,000 a year. Okay. And if I owe you this money for 10 years, I owe you $300,000. Right. Okay. And even though the court orders me to pay that money and will punish me if I don't, and even if I have every intention of paying you this $30,000 a year, if I die, I'm not going to pay you anymore. True. And people, so. the by far the most overlooked element of a divorce is people not realizing that the recipient of these payments has an insurable interest in the life of the payor of these benefits and can take out a life insurance policy on that person's life, obviously with their consent and cooperation. So it's something that the attorneys work out and say, hey, I want my client to have a life insurance policy on your client in case he dies, and then these payments stop. Who wants that? So you work that all out, and then so then the person who's receiving benefits owns and controls a life insurance policy on the life of the payor. And when that person dies, they immediately get a death benefit to take the place of those payments that now are not going to happen. So this is huge. And I think people don't think about it because they're thinking, okay, it's in the divorce decree and I'm going to get this for the rest of until my kids are 18, right? Mm-hmm. But That's the plan. Yeah. and But they don't think about the fact any of us could go at any second, right? Yep. But we don't really think about it in that moment. And this is, and I heard you say that as long as the other party obviously agrees, right? The yeah. party, the insured party agrees. Of course. But... Why wouldn't you agree for the betterment of your family in the future if you're protecting your children I would think so. in the event? Right. I would think so. And so a lot of people don't I, – I, I think if they sit with this, again, getting into that thinking brain and thinking about it, this is – and what this show is all about, ensuring today and tomorrow in the midst of divorce. Right. And we've got to think about that from not only what – life looks like today as I'm divorcing, but what does life look like in 10 years when my kids graduate from high school, moving on? And this is huge. So one, they need to talk to their attorneys about that. After the break, if you like, we can talk a little bit about how we can structure that so that it's fair and beneficial to both. Because even even the one party who agrees to it, there's going to be a – eventually they realize, wait a minute – so yeah, there, there's a deal that, that, that to be struck here. So okay. I'll tell you what the deal is. When we, when come, we back, come back, you're good at this, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> Brings us back, makes us interested. But these are great tools. These are great pieces of information, nuggets, um, just like the, you know, the Goldfinger song. This is gold, right? 007, this is gold. Great information. Tim O'Neill, when we come back, we are going to find how that, about how that can be structured, how insurance can be structured to uh, protect you today, tomorrow, and in the future. Come on back. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions. 
insurance agents, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide those resources to listeners, including informing them about professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. And what's that tune? Do you know? Do you know? That's Spectre. Did I say it right, Tim? Is that right? I'll go with you on that one. You'll go with me? Spectre. Okay. Little little James Bond again to celebrate the 007 show, seventh episode. You only get once one of those. I figured, like, <laughs> you know, we had to have Tim O'Neill on because he is a James Bond of insurance. Wow. 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 Look at that there, does that work? Speechless. He is. <laughs> it's going to make me want to go watch James Bond movies tonight. I bet, yeah, a lot of people will want to. Yes. So the seventh show, Tim, we're here. We're talking about insurance, and which I guess has something to do with James Bond, because James Bond, you know, provides insurance to people. Did that segue work either? No, maybe not. No, no. That license, <laughs> license to kill. That license, was well, we got to be careful for that. Right? <laughs> How many James Bond references can we use in this show? <laughs> but what we were talking about is protecting the spousal benefit in that in divorce. Right. When you've got a spousal or child support, we may not think about the fact that you know, at some point while this child is growing up before they're 18, when spousal support, well, not spousal support, but child support would end, that yep. the person paying the spousal support, or rather, again, the child support, um, might not be with us any longer because right. we can all end, you know, our life can end on this earth in, in the next second, right? Indeed. But we don't really think about that. We're in the midst of divorce. So in the, the previous segment, we were talking about that there's actually an insurance policy that can be taken sure. out. But we, we kind of went into the break, though, talking about the how it can be handled for, as an, a, a fair way. So talk to us right. about that, Tim. Got it. Well, so <clears throat> let's say I'm paying you. Okay. Whether it be child support, spousal support, whatever it is, okay. I'm paying you. What you don't and, – and the scenario, again, was I'm paying you $2,500 a month, $30,000 a year for 10 years, $300,000. That's, that's a lot of money. That's the plan. Right. That's, that is the plan. What you don't want, what you absolutely don't want is for me to own a policy and name you as the beneficiary. Because that can go wrong because I own the policy. Right. Okay. And now who's paying for the bill for this policy? My new wife. Oh, that can be the first check she writes every month? Yeah, that's probably not. You do not want to be just a beneficiary on a policy that I own. You need to own the policy so that it's yours. So the spouse, the receiver, the receiver of the spousal or the child support needs to own the policy. Own and control the policy. And so the payments, so that's that. So you own it. So you're not dependent. And are you paying it? paying it as well that's for the attorneys to decide who's going to pay for it okay so yeah but you have to be the owner and controller of that policy on my life okay and now okay so i owe you three hundred thousand dollars and if i die next year 
then you know you would get that three hundred thousand dollars. But if I pay you this money for ten or twelve years and I die only owing you eighty thousand, I don't want you collecting three hundred thousand dollars right. and having a big party with your new husband. Right, that's fair. So we can arrange where the death benefit goes down okay. as I make payments. Okay. Any number of different ways, either through a simple policy or changing the beneficiary status every so often, or if it's a high net worth situation, then all of the life insurance can all be put in trust. In, and you know there can be a trust document set up that explains what the benef- what the death benefit will be if I die at this stage and all of that. So you know trust attorneys set all that stuff up. And so, but that's the point: is the fairest thing is to have a death benefit in place that only pays you what I owe you when I die, and not a windfall. Okay, and that's fair to both parties. So, and, and what I'm hearing, it is fair. And again, we're, we, this is where we want to get people to to end divorce if they are divorcing. That it that it, it it's not this win situation. Um, I win because I did. You know, I got all this, or or vice versa. It is about the betterment of the the the, the people in the situation coming out as whole people of this untying of the knot that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the children and the future, and uh, we don't often look at that. So what I'm hearing there, again, it goes back to this communication, yep. is one, pick up the phone and call your good insurance agent like yourself. Matter of fact, Tim, how do people reach you? 281 358 4444. 281-358-4444. If you're a sports fan, my phone number works out to Ruth DiMaggio Berra. Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig. Okay, I'm going to remember the number Babe first. Ruth. <laughs> okay. Ruth DiMaggio Barra, Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig. Okay, again, 281. 358 4444. All right, I think we can yeah. remember that. So, so get a life, they, get, get, the life, get the attorney, and you demand, as the person who's going to be receiving these payments, that a life insurance policy guarantee those payments in the event of death. And if you really, really want to do it right and really be a good attorney, you demand a disability policy. Oh, okay. Because if no. I get disabled and can't work, you ain't getting paid either. Okay, any so more another than if I thing. Don't. There's so much See? to this insurance. So we've yeah. got to think about the future, protecting the future through a very fair way. What I'm hearing in fair is so the person is paying the, the spousal or the child support, mm-hmm. which whichever spouse, right? Yeah, and they fully intend and then to the, pay it. The person that has taken out the policy on the person paying it is now Probably maybe paying it depending on what the attorneys have decided for, but that kind of works it. out free, but owns it. Mm-hmm. And given the payments have been made, this person isn't going to get the windfall of the 300,000. Right. But there's also ways to have trusts sure. put in place. So these are, this is going to require communication with Definitely. not only your attorneys, but also your insurance agent. But yeah. the thing is, I'm hearing is, there are options and there are hope. And oh, by the way, there's this disability component as well yeah, man. that you may have not thought about, but we can also become disabled. That's and tip of the be. day by yeah. far, I think, yeah. from, from my perspective, is if you're going to be receiving payments, you need a life insurance policy in case I die and you need a specific disability policy in case I learn if I lose my ability to earn a living and pay you. So, again, the disability, that where's the ownership going to be? You is own it, and control. So the got, spouse that's receiving, yeah, again, the spousal support is going to own and control trust the disability. Or something, but you've okay. got to make sure because that's, that's actually four, time, four or five times more likely. At any age at which you're working, you're much more likely to be disabled and not be able to earn, then you are to be killed and die outright. Right. And so there's actually yeah. a bigger wide open door 
on um, uninsured disability. Which you know risk because in insurance you have yeah. to study risk. That's the the insurance it's is based worse. on risk. Yeah. And so, it's tragic yeah. because all those payments, even even if I die with the best intentions of make, of sending you this money, or if I become disabled, and then where you, that's it. Right. It's right. not there. So right. It has Absolutely. To be, has to be arranged for. So you asked me the biggest overlook. That's it by far. That is, and that's a huge tip. And so these are some of the questions. Now, knowing this information, when we are interviewing attorneys to represent us, we need to ask how they handle things. And my guess is, if they don't really understand this, then that might not be an attorney we want to go to. And so I'm sure, you know, in your network, do you have some referrals of agents that you know are working in this area, Tim? Um. No, I mean I do it, and it's it's been a pet a pet project of mine because okay. I just I, you just know it. it and it's get such it. a fearful thing to yeah. see, you know, even even when people intend to make these payments, right? Well, and you've seen it, you've seen it happen, and I've so you're sharing more these than once. And I've had situations where policy that I personally have arranged paid off, where the payor of these benefits did in fact die two or three years later. Yeah, so it happens. So so important. Court these order pa- are... court order payments are very nice. Yeah, wonderful. So. Tip of the day, that's huge. This has been so beneficial, I think, to our listeners, and, and I hope that it has. Is Any final thoughts before we wrap up today? I can't believe it's gone so fast. Our, our 007 James Bond episode <laughs> here with you, Tim. Any final thoughts? Um, yeah, it's it, it, your insurance professional is supposed to live up to that name. And they're supposed to look out for you. Professional. And they're supposed to listen to you and be willing to talk to your attorney and your accountant and your advisor and whoever it's supposed to be. Um, you know, that's the difference between a salesman and, you know, an insurance agent who's, who's capable of having these discussions and, and interested to want to figure out what can we do. Interested. And then I go yeah. back to my underwriter because I, mean, I don't – insurance agents, we're nobody. We don't make any – we're so far down on the insurance chain. But you are somebody because you you, you're listening your and yeah. that's your client yeah. that you're working to protect, provide them the best service. And, you know, I'm, I'm uh, very particular about who I invite on the show because it's so very important to have professionals like you. And I'm so glad that we were able to reconnect. I, I feel that you have brought so much information. It's just that the, the – the beginning of the information, but definitely reach out to Tim because, you know, one of my goals as a divorce coach is to help people with their thinking about divorce. I'm your thinking partner. You know, listen into the divorce coaching hour, whether you're considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it, or if you know somebody who's faced with it, my guests like Tim and I, my like Tim here and you know, I are here to walk the path with you and provide you the information, insight, and support when you need it most. And thank you, Tim, for Welcome. all of that information. <laughs> I think it's going to just just be absolutely hugely beneficial to our listeners. I hope they they reach out to you, and and most importantly, I hope that they really think about the fact that they need to have these conversations with their attorneys and ask these questions, you know, go back and listen to this. You can follow the show on KKHT.com and the podcast. It's there as a resource. It's shared out on social media. It will be on YouTube. We're still working through a little technology uh, updates there. But, you know, I've been there and maybe not in the same situation as you, but I went through divorce and it was not an easy time. When we have professionals like Tim, they can help us really think through things. Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call me at 281-944-8043. 
That's 281-944-8043. You can also find us on Facebook at The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Thank you for listening to The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.